I guess how society sees dark women, like we're basically the the losing team. Like who wants to be on the losing team? Now, when you feel that way, you have one of two options. Learn to love the skin you're in or succumb to the beauty standards that are placed upon us as dark skinned women in bleacher skin. I couldn't believe how easily accessible these skin bleaching creams were. So it led me to want to connect with someone who did skin bleach. So today we will be speaking with Renee Richards. She was addicted to skin bleaching for 10 years and she found a way to break the addiction. We are going to get to the bottom of what led her to start and stop skin bleaching. Sit back, relax, and let's get into it. When did you start skin bleaching? I I started when I was 15. I guess what I'm trying to understand is like, what, what did you feel about your skin complexion that made lightning so intriguing? I grew up in a home with uh, my mom and my aunts and my aunts were all lighter skinned. Mm-hmm. Um, like my cousins that I would be with as a child, they were all lighter skinned. Um, when I came to the UK, I was in a school where I was the only black child. Um, so my, my, what I saw was beautiful. I didn't see me or my, my complexion as, as beauty. It was just, to me, it was my skin at the time was dark. It didn't represent at that time beauty. Okay. It was like, I didn't feel like I could be beautiful and be dark. I didn't marry the two together at mm-hmm. that time. So when I had the opportunity, you know, to start bleaching, I, I just ran with it. So you say at 15, you began the execution of skin lightening. Yes. What were you using to lighten your skin? So I was using, I think it was about three or four different products at the time. Um, that I would mix together, let them sit in a little bottle, and then I would just start using it after about two to three days when it was strong. Um, and yeah, I would start with my face and and then continue on with the rest of my body. Uh, were you using products that were intended for lightening your skin, or were you? Yeah, using- yes, yeah, yeah. yeah. There were products that were intended for lightening. Yeah, there were products that were they on the boxes it directly said skin bleaching skin lightening and skin bleaching so they were direct products for for um for skin skin bleaching you mentioned that you were an island girl you're from jamaica and so i'm curious to know if skin lightening has a positive connotation or association in jamaica is it something that everyone is doing or it's commonly done because over here in the united states it's very taboo. Everyone is like, I'm, I mean, I'm sure people do lighten their skin and use things to lighten their skin, but it's one of those things that you're not broadcasting. It's one of those things that people will shun you for if you are using the lightning cream. So again, back to the question, is it something that's widely accepted in Jamaica? It's a norm. It's, okay. it's, 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 it's as common as getting a wig or getting a weave or, or it, 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 is, it is common. In Jamaica, it's either you bleach or you don't bleach. And if you do bleach, it's not frowned upon. It's not looked down upon. It's 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 accepted as 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 one of those things that you either do or you don't do. How long are you leaving these creams on your body at a time? And how often are you using these creams? At that time, I would use it like a moisturizer. So in the mornings, you know, I get up, wash my face in my normal cleansing routine and 
my bleaching cream goes on my face. And then I would give it maybe about three, four hours, wash my face. Sometimes I'd be doing this at school where I'm washing my face at school after three hours at my break and putting back on my cream again. And then that's going right throughout the day until I go to bed. So then I'd have different products that I would use at different times that I thought would help to, you know, to quicken the, the lightening process um, a bit faster, yeah. How long did it take for you to start seeing noticeable change in your skin complexion? Within two weeks, mm-hmm. may, maybe even maybe even sooner sooner than that, because I was using some really, really strong stuff. And as I said, I was mixing things. It wasn't like I was just using one set product. I was mixing a you know, a few strong products. Right. So I was seeing I was seeing results maybe even maybe about in a week's time I could really see a difference in in my complexion. Any negative side effects that you are experiencing? Are you feeling burning sensations? Like what did that process of lightening your skin feel like? It burns. Okay. Your under eyes are a little bit tender and they burn. Your skin peels. Um, you go through a process where your skin is really uneven until it you can really get a, a, a an even consistency. It you have you know dark patches under your eyes. Um, they'll be red, um, and then you have little blotches where you know you haven't quite rubbed it in a, a little bit, or the, the the cream hasn't really penetrated in that area. Did this at any point discourage you or want to lead you to stop? No, nope, because in my head I had a goal. Okay. I, I had a goal that I wanted to get to. So in my head, I was not going to stop until I achieved the, that desired colour that I wanted to achieve. So to me, that was going to enjoy the burning sensation, enjoy the skin peeling, enjoy the, in, in the, the unevenness until I got to that desired colour. What was the desired skin tone, if you don't mind? telling me like is there anybody that you can think of that's maybe famous that has that skin complexion what was your goal it was a black china okay. complexion I think that's the only person I can now think of mm-hmm. that is where I was I was heading to and if I got lighter than that I would have I would have been I would have been happy with with that did you ever reach that skin complexion your goal complexion I got very very close okay I got very very close yeah I I I, I was I when I started to bleach my full body, I was I was very light to the point where I would look at my hands and I would see my veins stand up in my body like I could. I, I was very light. And are you noticing any uh, treatment, like any different treatment from people as a result of the lighter skin? Yeah, I yeah, I did. I, I saw a lot. Of, I saw differences in treatment from from guys, okay. from even females as well. When I would go to parties, I. I would get a lot more attention than what I would have got a few months prior. I'm interested in the attention that you're receiving from both men and women. So like how were women now treating you in comparison to how they were before when you were darker? You know, I'm from Jamaica. So the guys and the females that I would associate myself with are, you know, they're all Jamaicans in, you know, in a dance hall sort of settings. Um, and again, as I said, because skin bleaching isn't really frowned upon and in somewhat it is glorified to an extent, um, I found that I, you know, a little popularity kind of status increased. Okay. Um, and I was a little bit more accepted, so to speak, 
than 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 before. You're getting this positive, uh, like positive affirmations after becoming light. So, what was the thing that made you want to pivot and say, you know what, I do not want to bleach my skin anymore? I I got tired of wrapping my skin in plastic okay. and going to bed in plastic and spending all this money i think what happened i got to a stage where i wanted a different lifestyle i i wanted a complete different lifestyle from the this party dancehall lifestyle i wanted i wanted a little bit more i wanted to look different i started to see black females and they just looked beautiful and their skin just looked beautiful and they were just embracing their complexion and I was like but hold on my natural complexion is this so if they can do it I can do it as well mm. so at that point you know all these things are married together I was like I I actually want to stop doing this but I, I'm I'm so addicted even if I wanted to stop how do I how do I actually how do I actually stop since you were so addicted how, what broke the addiction I moved Okay. I moved from the area that I was to an area that I wasn't seeing anyone from Jamaica. So there was no one from my culture where I thought that I needed to, I guess, fit into this dance hall um, culture, so right. to speak. So I was able to kind of find myself and be myself. Um, and as I said, I, I I was tired of wrapping myself in plastic and I wanted to save money. I, I wanted, I was now thinking about buying a house and buying cars. And there was, I'm thinking to myself, the amount of money that I'm spending on this thing, the two ain't going to be able to marry up. I, I won't be able to do this. Um, so at that point, I was like, God, you know, you've made me a certain way. Um, you see all that I'm trying to do. If you're not happy with what I'm doing, you're going to have to help me to stop. Because if you don't, I'm not going to stop because I am so addicted to to this thing. It's just like smoking. It's just like drinking. Sometimes you really want to stop, but the addiction is is really real. Like, what did those convictions look like? How was God sending you these signals to get this thing out of your life right now? For one, I he made me uncomfortable with where I was, um, my surroundings. I started to feel uncomfortable going to parties and didn't feel the same anymore. My circle of friends didn't have, it didn't feel, nothing felt, everything that was normal to me and that I enjoyed to do at the time didn't feel enjoyable anymore. Um, so I had this desire that I needed to move. And um, when I spent time to the area that I moved to, I remember thinking about when I had to go back, it was like, I I, I, I didn't want to go back. Right. Um, so I think the desires to, to, everything started from that point. Right. And when I eventually moved and I started seeing black girls and, you know, everyone really being happy and confident in their skin, I was like, something went off in my head where it's like, I want this too. I I want to I want to feel happy with my melanin. I, right. I I want I want this. I really want this. So I think all those things was his way of convicting me of getting me to that place where I can 
let this thing go and fully let it go as well. Well, we thank God for that. You know, thank God that he convicted you and you listened and you were obedient because your skin is radiant. Your skin is beautiful. I'm so happy to see that. Yes, of course. <laughs> I'm so happy to see another black woman directly right across from me. Um, you were talking a lot about like how much you were spending on the skin bleaching, right? And you were talking about wrapping yourself in plastic. I hope you don't mind me trying to run back to it. What was the like, what was the process, right? So you're putting the creams on you. You're wrapping yourself in plastic. Like, run me through a night of using so skin bleaching cream. So I would start by, I had a bar soap that was a skin bleaching bar soap. Yeah. And I had a body scrub. So I would first have a shower with the bar soap and then go back over with a scrub. Then from that point, I would... I had a, a a tub with mixture, so it was all different, maybe about three, three, four different creams and a specific gel that I would use. Um, that would be in one tub, and then I'd have the specific gel on its own. So I would go over with the gel in, like, my elbows, my knuckles, my knees, like, you know, the, the darker parts of my body, and then go over with my cream and then put a little bit more gel on top and then wrap myself in, in cling film. And after I would wrap myself in cling film, I would put on um, like a leggings and some long sleeves top and a hoodie and another legging. So I am pretty much compacting in that mixture that it soaks in my skin. So I would leave that on for the for the whole entire day. Um, and within 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 two days, you would literally see my skin peeling like I could literally peel bits of 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 that top player off off yeah it, yeah it was the dedication was really really real it was it was crazy yeah and I mean I can appreciate you using the word addicted because I think a lot of people will see or hear that someone is skin bleaching right and their instant thought is or at least over here in the United States it's like why would you do that you shouldn't do that but to understand that this was something that you took on you decided to do and over time it became an addiction and just as you said with drinking with smoking with any addiction it's so hard to break so i think kudos to you for recognizing that it was an addiction and then reaching out to god because we all know god is the number one source like he gave you life he can take away addiction like that's the that's the the one place that i know to go to if i'm struggling with addiction so again kudos to you and again i do appreciate the the um words that you decided to use yeah because I could only imagine what that was. I, I told you as well that growing up as a dark-skinned woman, it is, you know, we do hear, or I did hear, like a lot of negative insults about my skin color and things like that. I didn't have the access to skin bleaching creams, but I, I uh, resonated with how you felt. So at what age did you stop skin bleaching? I stopped when I was about 24, 25. Um, yeah, I think it was about 25 when I when I just just stopped completely I wasn't using anything on my face I wasn't no little lightning nothing that was just I just yeah just completely just stopped and how long did it take for your skin color to revert back um completely maybe about four months completely to go back to 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 its natural to its natural complexion and did that process like hurt physically at all the the regrowing of skin hurt or like getting your color back no no, 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 no. Some people, I know some people, they, they go darker than what they, you know, what they originally were, or you can really see signs of, you know, extreme damage on their face. But thank God I didn't, 
I, I I didn't have that. I just, you know, just went back to my original, original complexion. If I'm not mistaken, you do have a child, right? Yeah, I do. Yeah, I've got a son. He's eight. Yeah. What are the steps that you were taking to help ensure that he doesn't fall down this skin bleaching uh, rabbit hole? I tell him every day his complexion is beautiful. He has gorgeous chocolate skin. He has beautiful curly hair. And I think if I was being told those things growing up as a child, it would have saved me from taking the route that I have done. So even though he's a, he's a male, you know, I know in my culture that skin bleaching doesn't just stick with females alone. You have a lot of males um, in Jamaica who they bleach their skins. As well as I said, I grew up in a household with with cousins and a lot of them were males who were bleaching their skin as well. So it, it doesn't just stop with the female. So I make sure that I'm telling them every day that, you know, your skin is beautiful. You have gorgeous skin. Your melanin is popping. You have, you know, radiant chocolate skin. You have beautiful curly hair. Because I think it's important for, for children who are grown up in communities where they are the minority, that they are hearing these affirmations. So when they're going out and they are mixing with, you know, whiter or lighter children, they don't feel um, um, that they're any less mm -hmm. to them or that their ideology of beauty is the true ideology of beauty, that they are beautiful as well. Right. No, I totally agree with everything that you said. I've always believed that it starts in the home. Right. And um, yes. I, I didn't grow up around like uh, parents that bleached their skin, but I don't feel like they spent the time to tell me, hey, Constance, you are a beautiful dark skinned woman. And I think that that is super important, especially in a world where we don't have I mean, by God's grace, there is a lot more representation now than there was before. But as you said, it was just so common that you would turn on the TV, you would see light skinned women and you'd see light skinned men and you would see them getting the praise over top of us. So um, it's definitely important to, as you said, pour into the youth or pour into anybody that you see that has our skin. Do you have any um, advice for anybody that is actively bleaching, that is trying to stop? Love yourself. Love yourself. Love yourself and love the person that God has created you. When God created you, he made no mistakes when he colored you in that shade of brown that he did. So embrace that complexion. And if you are, if you are having problems stopping i think the first thing that you can do is go onto instagram go onto youtube go onto tiktok and find females who look like your original self and you'll see just how beautiful they are they're no different from from you that's yeah. the advice that I, to, I i had to give myself to 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 stop right and it worked so that's good advice my last question for you is you know we started off asking how 15 year old renee felt about her skin at the time i want to know how you feel about your skin now your skin complexion I love my skin complexion. I, 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 I love, I love my dark chocolate skin. I, I embrace it now. Um, and I wish I did before, but you know, you can't go back into the past. So you can just, you know, do now. Now is all you have. But I love my skin. I love my skin so much. I love my complexion. I love your complexion. I think we are beautiful and fearfully and wonderfully made. So, so yes, I, I'm, I'm, all, I'm all for it. Renee did a good job of closing it up and just reminding everyone that it does start in the home and you do need to pour into the youth, but make sure you're pouring into yourself. Make sure you are putting yourself in spaces 
where you feel represented, where you feel seen, you know, and ultimately, I think it's very important that no matter your skin shade, light skin, dark skin, whatever, I want you to know that you are beautiful. I want you to know that there's nothing wrong with your skin complexion. I want you to know that despite what you see in the media and despite what you hear your family and friends say, God made you so perfectly that there is no need to do anything to alter your physical appearance. You know, you're, you're beautiful, whether you're a guy, whether you're a girl, you are absolutely beautiful and made in God's image. So do not forget that. Um, you know, I could keep on going, but I think that the, the interview and the conversation did a good job of just summing up why people end up in these situations and how you can pull yourself out. Lastly, most importantly, whenever you find yourself struggling, call on to God, cry on to God, because he's going to get right and get you right. All right, y'all. I love you. I appreciate you. You already know what to do. Make sure you are subscribed to The Constance Annan Show on YouTube. Make sure you are subscribed and following The Constance Annan Show on all podcast platforms, Apple Podcasts, Spotify, and any other place where you can listen to podcasts. Make sure you're following me on Instagram at Constance Annan Show. Follow me on TikTok at Constance Annan Show. And y'all know my personal at Black Mocha, B-L-A-C-K-M-0-C-H-A. That's on YouTube and Instagram. I love you guys. I appreciate you guys. And... Oh, lastly, do not forget to leave me a review and rating after today's show if you're listening on podcast streaming platforms. I love y'all. I appreciate y'all. And I will see you in the next one. Peace. Not white secret. She said, they really did something thinking they doing something. They put the, uh, what you call you, you it? The, the afro on them. Yeah, I ain't gonna say like, white. She might be just fair screen. But I'm but just they saying. They know how to. They know how to market. They know this how stuff. to market. Yeah. And then it's the white secret. Mm -hmm. Like it's a mystery on how to get to that skin complexion.